new year new us welcome to 2021 brand new year brand new us uh co-host to the podcast omar's here it's a me omario skewed perspective number 17 um finally getting recorded here how's it going man not not too bad yeah 2021 we're gonna see how much different it is it's not not much doesn't seem so very different nope, not much different so far a lot of good memes though <laughs> yeah did you have any expectation as the new year was coming in I mean, like, for the world or for myself? We cover both. For for the world, no. <laughs> like, the bar has been set tremendously low. Uh-huh. And then for myself, um, I'd have, it was a little bit more of an optimistic look, you know, doing some of the new the new podcast avenues. Mm-hmm. Um, projects. Those, those projects, yeah, I'm really excited about those. The baby's, like, right on the precipice of being able to walk. Oh, that's awesome. So that's going to be... a the whole new ball game fucking deb- have you guys baby proof the house or whatever you have to do um like it, we could do more but we've done some enough yeah we got like we got some gates blocking off certain areas but it's gotta be a little risk if you're a kid it's yeah gotta be a little bit that's yeah you know that but we've been doing this for right hundreds of yeah you gotta be able to learn know? they used to not have anything exactly and rocks everywhere so. exactly so you know yeah, barefoot outside so <laughs> he's it'll be okay i think yeah he's fine from my higher level view you mm-hmm. should be fine so pretty optimistic personally yeah i mean i feel like you have to be i think so yeah, i think if not, you don't you're fucking up yeah if you're not no one else is gonna be optimistic for you mm-hmm. yeah because at the very least at least the beginning of a new year marks like you know it's a new number mm-hmm. it's a it's something tangible you can look at that change that you're like okay cut it off right there let's make this the end of the chapter hopefully yeah and then i mean even then like even if it doesn't necessarily happen at the New Year's, because for me too, my birthday is always t- like, as long as you have that point where you're consistently self-reflecting, I think that that's healthy. I mean, you know, it's just, it's easy to make in New Year's, right? So we all collectively kind of do it together. Uh, for me, I kind of also look at my birthday as, as that point mm-hmm. uh, where it's like, all right, what do I want to accomplish? Like for me, that's like, I use my birthday for what do I want to accomplish this like next year for me? Right. So, I mean, I think that's what the important thing is, is. There's a there's a moment where you stop and you're like, all right, how did all that stuff go? What do I want to do next? I think that's that's healthy for everyone to have at some point in, I think, in I, the year. I think you have to have that goal setting. Yeah. The goal setting, the reassessing, like whether or not you met your goals previously or kind of assessing where you're at mentally, all that stuff, you know, how you're doing. Yeah, I think, I think most people should take that approach. Yeah. Even if it's not the new year, like – something that they can look at and that marks that but i do think a lot of people could use like the 2021 that which obviously gives you the cliches then you know new year new me yeah or you know resolutions i know because i think something that started bugging me more are just like some of the people that are like they just for all they basically just kind of shit on like oh new year whatever like it's nothing nothing's different or whatever uh and then like you know they just bash on resolutions and everything they're like no one's gonna stick it out or whatever i'm just like i mean you're probably right but you don't gotta be a dick about it i kind of bash on people who are like who consistently do the setting resolutions thing because because <laughs> i'm like i'm like most of those things i feel like are uh habit building things mm-hmm. that people wanna, yeah it, it's do. not just like like it's great if you switch yeah it's great great for you to use that as an opportunity to yeah. get that started but then if it's like every year you're making the same resolution, uh-huh. uh, yeah, okay. That I mean that that is worthy 
of being bashed on for sure. Yeah. But it's like people that are just anti for the sake of being anti. It's like, yeah, that's it's a healthy time for people to, you know, be hopeful to, you know, try to realign things. Like, don't you don't got to shit on that. Yeah. Like maybe in a more clever way, be like, oh, isn't that the same one you made last year? Like, you know, you can just throw it in their face. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's a what is it? There's a productive way to do that. Yeah, there's a way to go about it, for sure. <laughs> it's just funny because it's true. Yeah. People do drop those resolutions in, like, two yeah. weeks or whatever yeah. it is. Like, I, I hadn't worked out, uh, like, on my regular schedule for the, like, um, Thanksgiving through Christmas. Mm-hmm. It was kind of on and off. I wasn't as regular about it. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck, man, I had to get back on, on the regular schedule to exercise. But... I was like, I'm not waiting till the fucking New Year. So like two days before the 30th or something, I was like, we're we're getting back to it today. Yeah. <laughs> just so I, I was just so it wouldn't be a resolution that then fucking expires. Yeah. I'm like, I started doing it before the New Year, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't want to curse it for any reason. But yeah, I mean, set your goals. Don't let if someone makes fun of it, just accept it because it might be it might be you know yeah. something that can be made fun of. And then just keep going. Yeah, I mean that. that, that if, any, wrong. if anything, that should be yeah, exactly another motivating factor. Is like, all right, I've been making this resolution. It's the hater fuel. Yeah, but not a lot of people, you know, they don't have that mamba mentality. No, all these fucks. They gotta, they gotta develop it. Hopefully, <laughs> motherfuckers too soft. <laughs> but I mean, the world though, that bitch didn't set any resolutions. No. Some <laughs> power through COVID was like stronger than ever. We're keeping this new year. No, I'm, even then, I'm a little optimistic still. Yeah, I mean, th- th- there is reason, I think, to be optimistic. You know, the vaccine rollouts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I think we're finally, like, businesses are starting to adapt, too. Like, a lot of stuff out there. But I'm just worried that so many of the things that they are closing down, like, especially, like, restaurants. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I had kind of, like, d- dug around a bit. Like, the amount of cases that come from uh, outdoor seating at restaurants, I think it was, like, 3% of all, like, you know, cases. A low number, get... yeah. Exactly. So, I'm like, you got to shut them down after they made all these changes, and then they come back, and they're yeah. able to barely, some of them, not yeah. stay alive, and but some of them barely do it, like, that way. Yeah. And then they're like, nah, you got to shut down again. I mean, like, yeah. They, so, I, I'm, what I would say is, like... Like yeah, the like the officials are not making it easier to like, but then the restaurant industry is also even before COVID, it's a risky industry. Like, yeah, but like, I think don't you think they like because the standards are so strict, they already like. Do I don't a, even a lot of these things. I don't know even know if that I would say that it's the the fact that it's strict. I think it's the fact that they're inconsistent. Like if you because like the rules are changing so often for that. Like, the feds told us something, and then the state tells us another thing, and then the state says one thing, but then your local officials are like, nah, forget that thing that the state said. Mm-hmm. So it's just so, like, no one's on the same page. If you had given a single set of rules at the beginning of all this that, okay, everyone knows this is what the new landscape is, here's, mm-hmm. like, this is the new game you're playing, I think we'd, been, we'd be in a better spot. Just Agreed. the fact that things are just, like, they have to adapt to one thing, and then it changes, and it's just, like... The, yeah, the the thing that gets that's me, though, so not. Fa- I think th- for me, I see that as the primary issue. It's yeah, it's uh, a lot of the de- decisions feel not thought out. Mm-hmm. Like uh, and then yeah, there's not a uniform, consistent reason to have uh, modifications or or to whatever your policies are going to be for things to operate. 
there doesn't seem to be consistency and then they seem to be subject to change just whenever the fuck yeah so that that has grinded my gears quite a bit as far because those like restaurants and like that's such a big part of the culture Mm -hmm. like I don't think we think about it so much, but like going out, you know, with friends or going somewhere, usually it's a restaurant or one of these places. Right. And then I feel like most of those restaurants have like the tiniest of margins already. Yeah. Like the restaurant industry, you know. But then a lot of that too is the crux of it. I think such a big part of the reason we're in the, the the reason things are so bad right now is just because people, we're at that point where we don't care. Like people, Mm -hmm. like are congregating still like even if it's not at rest i mean and like that that so that's where it gets all kind of it's all kinds of fucked up yeah Yeah. i like uh, so much of it i do put on um all the people making these decisions yeah because it's uh like i said there's no consistency with what they're what they're saying or telling people to do Mm -hmm. they gotta fucking resign because they're fucking violating the shit they're telling people to do i have a huge problem with that yeah no that's that's true too i think but i think too to say that this issue is the fault of everybody's individual collective decisions is a bit disingenuous because then I think that it gets it lets the federal government off the hook to a degree because I think that's really like, this is this would definitely be a top down yeah there's de- like this like, is one of those things where I think the federal the Fed should yeah. have had a played a part yeah yeah like even they should have made the part yeah even if we're uh, like this big ass country and the arguments are obviously states will tailor it i feel like there should have been a some sort of overarching yeah. policy let that you know we're gonna do these things and damn, everybody's damn. gonna do like these the things. term could not have ended in 20 like if if america's whole his like presidential timeline was just shifted over by like two years we probably could have been all right man like this was the absolute worst time for that guy to be in office just yeah. fuck it up yeah it's just a confluence <sighs> of things just yeah. a, a whole mixture of things yeah because yeah, no, it's just a, it's a whole it's such a complex thing. Yeah, I'm like obviously there's individual choices. You know what I it, would yeah you know what I would want to start to interrupt. Um, so I remember just like in the news here and there we talk like we hear I've heard at least about like Obama having the playbook the pandemic like a supposedly like a playbook oh. exists for this. I just I wonder what's in it. Like I really would like to see what was in it. Even like we're not going to be able to. I mean, maybe hopefully implement some of it now. But obviously, you can't do it to a T because we're already past the initial phases of it. Mm-hmm. I just want to know, like, damn, what what could like what would another administration have done? I think, yeah, like I would like it would to have see definitely that. been a calmer approach, regardless of what administration. I think it would mm-hmm. have been a little more relaxed, mm-hmm. a little more you know measured. I should say that's probably the word I'm looking yeah. for. A little mm-hmm. more measured. Um, even if you're delivering the bad news and just kind of, I think a lot of his messaging, a lot no, of it is. So it's prop like legit, like kind of yeah, needed a propaganda campaign. Exactly. To I'm come like, out. gotta have like, I'm like, where are the people making graphics? Where are the people making commercials like this, that are yeah. interesting and right. lighthearted and not, compelling? Not, yeah, not no fucking murder fest saying you don't wear your mask. Grandma's going to die. I'm yeah. like, I don't know if that pushes people like Into the, enough yeah. people as much as positive messaging yeah. making it funny storytelling you know there's a way to yeah, deliver exactly, these things yes. i 1000 like because yeah exactly that's you need at the end of the day you need to change minds how do you effectively do that you captivate mm-hmm. and you want to change minds of the biggest number mm-hmm. so take the most shotgun approach that yeah. you can no and yeah that's a good way they fucking yeah. failed at that oh yeah completely because like some of the other countries 
like it's encouraging people to do things yeah, and like incentivizing mm-hmm. and all these things. I'm like, there was none of that. All yeah. there was was like, you're going to fucking go to jail if you don't fucking wear a mask or something. Yeah, but know? then it's also, but then you also like, they've talked about like the sheriff's like, and eh, we're not going to enforce it though. Because, yeah. yeah. So I then it's just, because it's, it's such a harsh measure. Be, no, no, I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, so my point is just everybody is in a different place oh, yeah. with how they want to fight it. Mm-hmm. And it's just super out of resonance. Mm-hmm. And then that's what gives us all these uh, numbers now. Yeah. I mean, what I don't get, though, is we were expecting a second wave and nothing was done to prepare for it. Yeah. No, I think um, I think a part of it, too, is because honestly, from what I've heard, especially and like from people that I've talked to that live in other states, California started great. Like everybody was like, how is California? Like everybody thought what was hap- what's happening now was going to happen back then. And then it just got to the point where people got tired of it. And like, you know, we kind of like, it's a long time, man. It's a long time to not do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and like then just slowly you erode because that messaging isn't in place just because it's kind of a free for all. Yeah. They had those strict lockdowns, yeah. which like people were not happy about. But OK, you know, back last March, mm-hmm. you know, that thing went into place obviously it was more than two weeks. <laughs> but remember but you know, when we thought it was remember when we thought it was just going to be three months yeah exactly remember when we by the time the summer is done we'll have gotten this under control like that's what we were thinking right? i know but then i'm that's like oh yeah but these motherfuckers can't be thinking that they got to be preparing for that not to happen mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah you didn't you didn't increase icu capacity you didn't you know yeah. there was things i feel like that they could have probably done yeah no and i remember hearing that like i think like the corps of engineers built like a whole bunch of like overflow areas that's what i've been wondering about the most because like yeah those were already in place it got to the point those were in place and then people are like oh we're not seeing the surge we thought and so i don't know if like oh we just let our guard down and they, because my question is where is all that stuff now because i don't hear anything about it i feel so like, like it... did they build it and then shut it down or like well remember at the beginning, before obviously more information uh, was known and, you know, scientists got to work, like, think, um, what were they saying? Like, we were just way more scared. Yeah. Oh, that respirators were such a big thing. And yeah, then we come to find out that. you want to avoid putting people on respirators because that, that, that increases, like, their chances that they're going to die with COVID. Mm -hmm. So you want to do as much as you can before you get to that point. Well, I think, no, I, for me, I heard that was, I heard kind of the reverse play to that. So I heard that, um, like if you get to the point where you need a respirator, you're probably like you're hit, you've, um, you like, you're probably, your outlook isn't great. Like before you get put on the respirator. So like not necessarily the respirator isn't something that, uh, adds to the, no, to the efficacy, but it's like, Wow, you're already not even going to make it. Yeah, that's a good... Because uh, you needed to be put on a respirator. Yeah, that's a good way of clearing it up. Yeah, I mean, like, like if you get to that point where you need a respirator, that's, like, things have advanced so much that yeah. it's... Like, yeah, you're right. That's a better way to explain it. But, um, like, so they've worked on, on um, like, therapies and treatments. Yeah, to, that's to, the you better, know. yeah, a better approach. So now there's not, like, so that... So then the need for respirators, you know, it's like, okay, we don't need as many as we thought we would, you know. Mm. They were thinking everybody was going to reach that point. Yeah. You know, or more numbers were. So I don't know if they just redistributed because those they sent to, to the places that did need them or, yeah. you know, what have you. Yeah, I remember shortages. I remember when we were in that stages of it. But so I wonder, yeah, what happened to those supplies? Did those things get redistributed? Like some like areas to set up field hospitals and yeah. all the beds. I'm like, I get that some places don't have a place to store all that extra gear, I would imagine. Yeah. But then like build a fucking warehouse. Right. Like look what Amazon did. <laughs> 
Like yep. Amazon's taking over the country with like their warehouse, like their logistics. Like the government can't. Well, a we can't lot. do logistics on that scale. Exactly. I'm like, and that doesn't seem like such a. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't. It's a problem that's currently being like. It's not even a problem. Have those things available. It's a thing in place. If they're yeah. saying there's going to be an uptick, you know, mm-hmm. come winter, and it there was, there is, yeah. then prepare for that eventuality. Even if you're thinking like we were. Yeah. This shit will be over in fucking September. Right? Because you know, like, until the vaccine is, like, widespread, until herd immunity is kind of exactly where reached. it needs to be, then, like, yeah, then this isn't over until that point. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean... They, I mean, obviously, it's I don't, a I don't envy, situation. I don't envy the people whose job it is to figure all that out. Me neither, but I, I, I um, like the amount of rope I give them. No, it, is, yeah, it shouldn't be that much. None, of an amount. Now. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it, they've worn it down to nothing. Like basically. this is why, this is why we pay the taxes we pay. Yeah, and if 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 you make enough of these mistakes, or you know, there's only so many chances you're gonna get. Yeah. Ah. We'll see how long it takes for like a like a legit recovery. Yeah. But you're gonna like some of these things that seem minor, like maybe to other people, like the messaging. Mm-hmm. You're uh, like, those could have went. Those could have flipped the script completely. Could, yeah, agreed. I'm like, look what Germany did yeah. in different countries. I think um, I forgot. I think it was South Korea. No, Japan. Maybe I I saw. Yeah, I also like I saw a couple posts of like the signs and everything too. Like I was like, wow, I wish which way had something like that here. Yeah, the, the, like for sure with the Asian countries, like I think the built-in culture helped a lot. Yeah, like yeah, that's true. Yeah, like just the like the way they conduct themselves, like the values that the societies have. Yeah, no, yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. Even think about like just kind of how like the Japanese say like their greeting. Mm-hmm. It's like no, you're no touching. Like right, there's like always this the distance. Mm-hmm. Like even something like that is like wow that that definitely had an impact on. X number of cases that didn't happen, for sure. Yeah, I like think is a way to put it. The proximity, the yeah, yeah the, the 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 normal expected amount of proximity with another person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then just the culture of mask wearing. Yeah. If you are feeling a little ill, and that kind of you know what it made me think about too is before all this, some people were just standing way too close to each other in line. Like I'm in line to pay for something. I'm like, dude, you need to take a few steps back. Like, yeah, why are you on my ass? Right yeah. Now? <laughs> I agree with you. So man. I hope I hope that part of it stays after this is over. I hope so too. <laughs> I'm like some motherfuckers like three feet away. I'm like bitch. Yeah, this guy. You understand? Right? Although, like, how close? Well, I mean, amusement parks will be another thing because we'll see though. With like uh-huh. those long lines, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how the theme parks recover. Also, I'm. Man, I just want to do something, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. I mean, granted, I, I've. I've tried to like uh, like the hikes and stuff. Is yeah, good. Well, I actually think this is a good like yeah because even like we have to so right we tooled took a couple of trips out to go stargaze out uh, towards Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good socially distanced. Yeah, there's activities yeah. that can be done. Yeah, and, like um, especially in the West, we have all the space. One thing I wanted to mention when you were brought up the the Japanese people, uh, the way they greet each other. Like today, um, so I went to I went car shopping. There was a a car I was uh, looking at. And I, was, I got there and I met the lady who I'd been going back and forth with. And I'm like, handshake, no handshake. I'm like, what are the, you know, what are your procedures? And, and so it was like a no handshake type deal. So it's just like, you know, figuring out the, the non-contact uh, greeting. But um, yeah, so the reason actually my I was out there was because my previous car, my Honda, on one of these trips to, to go out uh, camping and stuff, 
or not not camping i should say uh but like nature we went on a mm-hmm. hike in the morning and um it got me thinking of like all these trips i've taken in my car since that thing is no longer with me rest <laughs> in peace to that honda thank you for the memories but like it got me thinking of the road trips i took in that and like it of any any good ones that you might remember uh having mm-hmm. uh yourself uh yeah i think I'll categorize them by like a metric. So the longest road trip I ever took was from Davis to Vancouver. And that one, that was like really, I I think one of my favorite things about that one was a defining um, point for like Marisol and I, we had just graduated and we're like, you know what, let's do something. So, you know, just me and her, we drove from Davis to Portland. We stayed in Portland for a day. And then we went from Portland to Seattle, stayed in Seattle for a day. And then the same with Vancouver. And then it sucked having to drive back straight from Vancouver to Davis. Oh, that was killer. That was... How long was that? Uh, 16 hours. Fuck. How many days did you stop? We didn't. You guys didn't stop? We went back and forth. Marisol, def- so I I drove the entire way up, and Marisol put the fucking team on her back for the drive back. She LeBroned it. That's crazy. I think Well, not the whole way. So she got us... I, I got us out of Canada, and we were in Washington. And then she went from Washington to the border of Oregon. So I did the little bit of going from Oregon to California, which was like, that is, at night, that is a tough drive. It is so, like, mountainous and everything, uh, that area. So like, it's, it's and windy. So it's, that, that was a tough one. Uh, but then right when you get back into, like, California, then it's all kind of flat again. And then she pretty much got us from California back to Davis. But, yeah, dude, I was getting, like, I had the windows down, uh, the music blasting. I was like trying to sing super loudly and obnoxiously to stay awake. And I just, I was like, it was so dark. You could only see what was in your headlights. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I was like, hey, babe, like I, I can't, I'm done. I'm gassed. And yeah, she we swapped spots and she got us, she got us home. Bro, that's insane. Yeah, man. that was, that was scary. That was, that was what a little scary. What car were you driving? Uh, her you? mom's Jeep Cherokee. Okay. Yeah. So the, yeah, they drove up uh, for the graduation and then they let us keep their car for a little bit of time. And then, you know, yeah, we were like, hey, we got a car. Let's do it. So that was, that was I think, up there. For, I, th- I think that might have been, like, my f- first big road trip. And so it, it was fun that it was with her. And then we did a Europe trip. That was that was pretty fun there. we What, what places did you hit up there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, if I, I'll, I'll plug the, the source. So it was EF Ultimate break i think ultimatebreak.com and so that's i it's like i guess what uh travel agencies would look like in this modern era so you know you pick your site it gives you x amount of days you want to be there you have your guide when you're there so that made it super like it wasn't it, it's it made it not intimidating i ironed out the yeah the... so i got the legit he's like hey here's where you need to be here's what we're doing like go for it nice and so it, it was very well structured i think um and i like that for a place that i've never been before like if I, if I was gonna go to either of the spots that I've been to on that trip, I don't think I'd use that site again though. I think I'm more comfortable freeballing it. Mm. But the only reason I'm at that point is because that trip because was so well structured. So anyway, yeah. So we stopped in Venice, uh, in Italy, and we thought like that was gonna be the spot. We thought that was gonna be the place we're gonna enjoy the most, and it turned out it was so humid. It was so just like the feeling. Everything was beautiful. But, you know, we're Californian. We're from this, like, dry, beautiful weather. And out there, it just sucked, bro. I mean, like, what it, part of Italy did you go to? Uh, that'd be Venice. So, Venice. Oh, Venice. Um, oh, 
in the fucking water. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Why right is it near so there. Fucking moist here. I know. And then there were like these little mosquitoes, man. Like if they just touched you, they got you, and it itched. So it was like the first day we got there, I had kind of like short sleeves, shorts, and and I was like, oh, it's the summer, right? I'm gonna enjoy it, and they just they got me. And so I was like, all right, tomorrow, long sleeve. Even I was sweating a little bit, but I was like, all right, long sleeve. And they just bit my face. <laughs> Bro, they didn't have like, uh, what did the locals do? Did they not have They any... just lived with it, I yeah, guess. Like... They, they were just immune to it at that point, I guess. Fucking look for some citronella. Right. You know, put those fucking <laughs> little bracelets on. on yeah, so, yeah. Just... Bitch. And then I remember we were leaving finally. I'm like, all right, cool. Going to be away from these mosquitoes. It was, it was fun still. We stopped at a, I think it was called like the oldest bookstore in the world. Nice. I don't remember exactly what it was called. I got a little magnet. It was cool. But to be to be totally honest, that bookstore was not well organized. I, I don't know if it's like an Italian thing, though, but like it, it's not like here with like the shelves and the signs. It's kind of just piles of books everywhere. It was, it was cool. The aesthetic was great because I went in without a plan. Mm-hmm. But if I like had an actual book in mind that I wanted to get, I would hate that place. Was it was it not a place of like uh, you could go see the novelty? Of like no, that's that, it was. that no, that's more or less, like so that's just, what it was. Just like strewn books. And yeah, like... it was great. It was beautiful. It was cr- it was cool. Uh, we got a little poster from it, um, and then I think there, there for some reason it was really like popular in Europe at that moment when we went because I remember seeing like some posters for it in the bookstore. Uh, you know, they had like they had big like stacks of copies that they were selling, and then after Italy, we went to. Hungary, or no, what? No, sorry, my bad. Austria. We went to Austria, um, and there was also like that was the movie that was out right there. So I, I think it just hit. It barely hit the waves there. That movie was big. Yeah, we're going to see it. I like that movie a lot. It was a good movie. Hit. Yeah. Uh, and then so we were in Salzburg, Austria. Uh, that was cool. Saw like old castles and oh hell yeah, so that was medieval shit. Yeah, and just the like the the city. It was it was really nice. It was really clean. Um, it was it seemed like a very enjoyable place to be, mm-hmm. and so then from Austria we went to Munich, Germany. Munich is I I would definitely that'd be on of the places we went to that would be on the top of my list for to return. Uh, and then after we were in Munich, Germany, we went to Switzerland, um, Lucerne. Lucerne was the nearest big city, but we didn't stay in Lucerne. We stayed in a little. It was legit. I get. I'd call it a village. Probably like probably um like during like the ski time, it'd probably be really popular. It's by the mountains. Yeah, the mountains. It was. Oh yeah, you guys took some sick ass pictures. There. Yeah, that was beautiful. So that was definitely like the most beautiful of all the places mm-hmm. that we were at. But the reason I would pick Munich to go back to is because Switzerland is so freaking expensive. Like I think this was the best way that people kind of grasp it. Uh, number one at Burger King was seventeen dollars. Damn. The fuck is the number one? There's just a Whopper, with fries in it. Regular ass Whopper and fries, seventeen dollars out in Switzerland. <laughs> well, they got all the fucking uh, laundered money over yeah, there. Yeah, I know. That's 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 <laughs> what we were all saying. And then there were a couple little stops too that we did. One was in the country of Luxembourg. Uh, 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 damn it, Liechtenstein. That's what it was. Just this tiny little yeah, country. Yeah, that's the whole in between yeah. Spain and something. Yeah. You, um, no, it's not near Spain because that was when we were traveling from Germany to Switzerland. 
Liechtenstein is somewhere along that path. Okay. Yeah, I do remember that little fucking tiny. Yeah. It's, it's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, and that dude, that was our bus driver coming in clutch. He's like, oh, but like, by the way, today's like Liechtenstein's national holiday. Oh yeah, I think you you mentioned this to me. You guys want to go? Like, stop by real quick, and they were like, sure. <laughs> That was that was cool. Yeah, that fucking yeah. That that's crazy. Fun. It was a small kind, but yeah, that's literally all bankers and like, like financing, mm-hmm. just runs that area. So that was it was yeah. crazy, and then the favorite thing that we did on that trip was whitewater rafting in the Italian Alps. Ooh. That was fun. It was scary. It was a you little scary, over? huh? Did you fall over? Uh, intentionally. Nice. So we went like under this little bridge, and he's like, "Oh, right here's a sp- like be the- in this area. The water is still compared to the rest of Got it. it. So this is like if you want to jump out and get back in, like now would be the time." I was like, "I fuck, I'm gonna do it." Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. When, when the fuck else are you gonna fucking be able to jump out? Yeah, when the- are you gonna be able to say you were in like Italy. the in the water? Yeah, in the waters. Jumped into the fucking yeah. water in the Alps. That's fucking amazing. And then um, and then I, I forgot like so pretty much we all practiced like falling out and then pulling each other back in early on. They had to get like two. Um, I don't know. I guess I made a fuss when I was trying to climb back in. <laughs> I was like, I you got fussy, it. no way. <laughs> so that was that was the funnest thing, and I really uh, wanted to see the whitewater rafting possibilities around here uh, on the way back. I actually never got around to it. Maybe now now I'll look into it because I've been reminded of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always um my favorite. Like the road trip that I've done is is gotta be the Grand Canyon trip that I took this this last birthday. The Grand Canyon is always at the top of Marisol's list, and we're gonna make we're gonna make a point to do that one. Dude, it's so good. Um, yeah, we drove out in my sister's car, so we split the driving load. Mm-hmm. Um, the way we planned it, I I booked the Airbnb at the place I forget what Jefferson. I forget what the 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 city's called. But it's away from the park. Yeah, but that's um, where you kind of like you stay. Then like that's where your base is, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is like an hour away, I think, drive from the from the park. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we drove straight to the park. Um, I got there like at noon, noon or like one, and then just spent the whole time the sun was out. Um, we got to the end of our uh, little trail that we walked. We walked the whole rim trail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess as much as we could, but we got basically to the end of the the portion they kind of lay out in uh, in the beginning. Okay. Um, and then on our on our walk back, uh, it got dark on us. But like the whole time, each each different turn, each different angle, just it, it looks different the whole fucking time. And yeah. the sheer magnitude of it. I bet that's like a testament to the power of water and time. Yeah, I'm just like. Cause, and you're on the trail, you're walking by these markers mm-hmm. that signify the millions of years. They have these little stops along that rim trail, like a like bunch of outlooks. Um, some of them are like little gift shops. One of them was a museum. You just fucking look out. And there's glass panes, and it just looks like a fucking... You're in some sci-fi shit where you're looking at screens, and you're like, your ship is landing. Just fucking panels, and Damn. it's the, just the Grand Canyon. So that's got to be at the top of my list just because of... Uh, the whole experience and like yeah the way it made me feel i was like whoa this is i, bet. I can appreciate this yeah so that was that's a like, fun road trip that that kind of vision is probably what, like on the scale of people on the iss looking down on earth yeah it's, it's like if that's a 10 if that's a 10 what is this for I mean, you i don't know I mean, this was a ten this was of a 10, what yeah. I've experienced. That, you know, yeah, that's a good but, one. That's, but, but that's all that matters, right? Yeah, I'm I'm assuming if I were to go up there, I'd probably bring it down to like a nine. <laughs> you know, I can't until I until it's, that happens. Yeah. Until Virgin America starts and and Elon stop making these start making these planes for five million <laughs> a pop, 
then we'll wait until we can get on one of those ships. True, true. It's going to happen, though. Those fucking commercial uh Yeah, space no, that, that's for sure going to happen. I cross my fingers that in my life I'll be able to see, like, some type of base being built on the moon. I think so. I yeah, our lifetime. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we're gonna be doing these commercial flights within the next five to ten years. They I, I um I forgot a few articles that I was reading, but they're talking about like the amount of money that they're gonna be able to produce these crafts for, and I'm like, that is so obtainable. The numbers that I was reading. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if they can, it can if they can figure out those economics. And then just, you know, have the engineering be good, com- completely possible. But um, back to regular uh, terrestrial transport. <laughs> um, I also really like all the San Diego trips I took. Like, we took a bunch of, like, just weekend trips to San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went out there with uh, different groups of friends. And uh, we just kind of booked an Airbnb and, and uh, you know, went to some good restaurants, hit up the beach. Yeah, San Diego's a really chill city. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I get- it's it's a very uh you know what I like to say about San Diego is it's a very Californian city it's like very epitome of California yeah I enjoy it it's just mm, nice yeah I've gone out there for a couple work things and then yeah you know we went out there uh, that Halloween time that mushroom was mushroom trip fun. yeah yeah that was fun was, yeah some good times there we went to Belmont Park that's always a good time and then yeah I've gone back maybe twice or three times mm-hmm. Balboa Park was amazing and you make a point to go out there again. Yeah, definitely, dude. Just all you need is two days. Yeah. Because we're right here. Yeah, exactly. It's like a half an hour drive. Yeah. Right, wait, wait, no. It's like a three hour drive. My bad. Yes. <laughs> I was just I was like, like, yeah, half an hour drive. <laughs> you agreed with You didn't stop me. I didn't pick it up. <laughs> I didn't pick it up. Um, but yeah, San Diego is great. And again, like back to the all the stuff we were talking about earlier, like the restaurants out there I really like. Yeah. There's like a bunch of really good ones. So that's always a good idea. Um, going out to San Diego. I'm you know not... which one I've wanted to do is Catalina Island. I want to take like go out there with Marisol for a weekend. We went there with the twins, right? Did we? We went, I think. Oh no, uh, not I've Catalina. We went to Coronado. I'm sorry. Oh okay. We went over to Coronado for some lobster rolls. Ah, Catalina Island. I want to go to as well. Yeah, it's on my short list for like, uh, cause I I, I was saying Marisol, I want to do like I call it the two 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 roll, where it's like every two years you take like a big trip. Every two months, you take a little weekend trip, and then every like two weeks, you do like a little. I'll go to the movies or something. Nice. That's yeah. That seems uh, yeah. very doable if you want to incorporate some more. Yeah, like kind of kind of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely keep those San Diego trips with this new car. The Davis trip I took up to mm-hmm. see my sister. I've taken a couple Davis trips, but the one where I went to go see my sister before she graduated. Um, that was me solo dolo in the in the Honda, just yeah. straight up and down. Had the cruise control on. Yeah, like seventy five percent or eighty percent of the trip. Podcast, music, and little bit of marijuana. <laughs> just pop pop with the mm-hmm. eddies. Pulled over at a few of the restaurants, did some stretches, stopped at a, a couple places to eat, and then got there in the eight nine hours or whatever the hell it was yeah now davis is always gonna have a that special actually in the the poems that are doing so far alibaba's has been given two shout outs nice yeah like so i think that might be a running gag that i keep davis is so special like i didn't even go to school there and that place is so special to me like obviously i'm uh, glad i'm glad that it is for you because that yeah it's for me as well like that first trip i took up there to see you when you were up there that was fucking crazy 
um, my sisters, and then I went back again to go see her for graduation. I just love, like, it cuts into the vibe that you're used to, mm-hmm. at least that I'm used to down here. And I eat. That's a good way to put it. it. It just, it's such a different flavor, but so good. Like the farmer's market, like just being able to go to the farmer's market, mm-hmm. get some like good ingredients. And it's, it's just very nice there. The, the scenery, even yeah. though there's not mountains, really, you get some nice sunsets. You got, there's like a lot of focus on agriculture. Yeah. Dope spot up there. I always love Davis. If I if I would have been smarter and and uh, and done a UC, I would have strongly considered that one. Yeah, that Davis trip was amazing. Yeah, and you know what's kind of funny to me is for me it kind of stumbled upon me because I was set on Berkeley, like I really thought, like that's kind of what the goal was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, ah, I was like, man, like whatever, I'll go to Davis. It's the next best thing. But it's right here. I feel yeah. like I'm going. Yeah, but if I were to actually like, after four years to put them up against each other, I think I'd still pick Davis. It gives you a different experience. Yeah, because I mean, I, I've been in Berkeley too, and I love it. It's a great campus. Like, it's definitely a more historic. Like, mm-hmm. you see some spots in Berkeley, you feel like, am I in the Harry Potter universe? Right yeah, you're now? like, is this, is this when the motherfucker gave the speech? Yeah, right like, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's a testament to public universities. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, just Davis, man. Yeah, I, maybe because of what like you grew up with, or mm-hmm. you know, maybe the environment has something to do with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, true. Because it, it's different, definitely, than the IE. That's what I mean. Like, right, the urban jungle over here. It's, yeah, I think... Everything's not, you know, avail- like, so close. Yeah. You know, like, the way people live their lives is different. Yeah, because it's, like, city and then just farm for, like, long and then another little city. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, that's true. Like, we drove out to Vacaville. Um, mm-hmm. After my sister graduated, we had a reservation at a restaurant out there. Yeah. So we went there, and it was just like, I'm like, yeah, like we have to go yeah. to a whole another fucking town. Yeah, I think uh, one quote that I've heard about Davis that I really like is 12 square miles surrounded by reality." Sounds it's accurate, good, dude. Yeah. That's accurate. So small, so small. Twelve square miles. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Um, but yeah, those are those, those are just some of the uh, trips that come to mind, like on those four wheels. Just, I was, uh, oh, probably some of the hikes, not the one <laughs> that obviously <laughs> retired my car, fucking rock. But, um, like, I, I drove up to, to the mountains when it was snowy a few times. Not all the way up to the snow, because my car was not built for that. Yeah. But, like, just driving through those roads, those were always fun. So, rest in peace, Civic. You will not be forgotten. I don't think. Thank you. Um... Yeah, road trips, space trips. <laughs> that's what. Would that's you ever what do? Would you ever take a cruise? I don't think so. Maybe, I might, but oh. it doesn't feel like traveling as much to me. Yeah, I can see you're that. On the yeah. thing, I think um, it'd be it's a different kind. If I I wouldn't use it as a mechanism for traveling. Yeah, it'd be its own experience. Yeah, I was itself. like, it's an experience, so maybe. But a quick relevance actually to Venice that uh, one of the local guides was telling us is that they wanted legislation to pass to stop cruise boats from coming through Venice because it just tears up, like, the the ecosystem and then just, like, the whole... You have a whole bunch of people uh, on this boat mm-hmm. that they're, they're only there for a little bit of time. They come out, and then what they were saying is, like, all the little shops and stands, all that, like, Italy gear, souvenir gear is being made in China. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the Venetians aren't even actually benefiting from that yeah the people who are craftsmen and 
Yeah. It's all these tourist traps. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. I mean, it's an interesting balance you have to strike, mm-hmm. huh? Like, ha- like preserve the cultural integrity and obviously the ecological integrity, mm-hmm. but then also like, allow for the business to yeah. drive to drive yeah people's lives. Yeah, it's like ah, one thing that I just don't like is that ha- it has to be the choice. There isn't some system that allows all of those industries to coexist. I think it's a it's a variety of capitalism. It, like people have yeah. to practice it. Conscious capitalism. Yeah, you know, there's yeah means there's there should be a means to that. I think. Yeah. Besides just people making the personal choice to go about their business yeah. that way. Yeah. Like there should be incentives for people to to act in those men, like, mm-hmm. you know, responsibly. And yeah. And I think it's fair to say we don't have a system that fosters that right now. I think that's a very accurate statement. We don't know. Yeah. We don't have enough people in the system practicing that. Mm-hmm. I think I think it could be done, but it, it has to start with. Um, yeah. Like just general changes in the way people conduct their business in capitalism. Um, yeah, like that conscious, the whole conscious thing is like, okay, regulate all these decisions that are being made by either forcing or having uh, these standards be a part of how you practice business, whether it be you can't fucking damage uh, river or waterways or whatever it is, you know, whatever industry you're in, mm-hmm. like have these things. And there's just not enough of yeah. that um, in uh, a lot of the industries. Yeah. So but people then are I just think, trying to make money. I think like the fundamental choice is do you give a stick or do you have a carrot? Right? I think at the end of the day is like, is that all there is to force companies to comply though, you think? No. That's why I mentioned the incentives. Yeah. Like, no, but I mean, no, so that's that's exactly what the carrot would be, right? Oh, carrot. you mean in terms of getting these companies to yeah. act a certain way? I think so. What yeah. else? What else? Like, what it's, are, it's a very, it's binary, right? It's either a good good or bad like a good thing happens or a bad thing happens because you do this mm-hmm. yeah either incentivize or yeah yeah exactly a or, stick like you said or punishment yeah um yeah and i i think in that exchange go ahead and go with incentives i mean yeah. you're giving you i mean know, you, i think any good system has a little bit of both yes i think yes yeah yeah you gotta have punishment yeah. if those if those things are broken or whatever mm-hmm. yeah it's just a it's a long Maybe not a long path, but it's it's you not have to a, do yeah. things. It's it's a feasible, but not like not a feat that you should just take for granted that it's gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. Like if if it we're won't happen fucking, unless it's pushed for. I think. Yeah, like unless all these motherfucking people who are conducting uh, these giant corporations die and f- and magically are replaced by people who think this way, it's not gonna. You know what I mean? It, like you have to. Are you advocating policy. violence, Caesar? No, no, I'm just, no. <laughs> I'm just no. I'm just making the point that yeah. that's not how it's, it needs it to be. be that easy. It needs to like yeah. It needs to be a flip switching type of event because I don't think it's going to happen gradually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you have to make these policies or whatever you're going to have. Yeah, and then have them be in place. I mean, yeah. I guess that could be kind of gradual. You know, like this is what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to work up to it by implementing these things for yeah. You that's to do. true. That's true. Um, but I mean, who knows? People are fucking ready to fucking blow fucking politicians' brains out on live TV. Dude, I think pipe bombs and Molotov cocktails. Yeah. Well, they think they're in a COD level. I don't know, man. I still like. I'm still wanting to see what actually everything was that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's like, sorry for everybody listening. We're ref- uh, referring to the stuff that went down at Capitol Hill. Um, like I don't know if we have a clear enough picture. Obviously, 
it's not a good picture. Yeah, I think I think I most think there's would agree some with that. there's some floor of what the picture looks like that at least we could all yes. agree upon. Yeah, there's at least a, a yeah like a, a negative aspect of yes. like what the fuck this is not good. Mm-hmm. You know that I think most people would agree. I do think some people are kind of blowing this up a little bit before we have all the information. You so know? then like so they're so uh, what kind of things are you seeing with respect to that then? I guess I'm most worried about. Um, where like a uh, social media and like the tech big tech is is uh leaning towards like i understand um like trump was inciting shit and i'm like that's not good yeah you know what i mean so, so I then understand so then what them. do you say then to the so then you're you're you would criticize the band then yeah i would criticize like the the reactions they're having to mm-hmm. to that because i i don't know it feels like a build-up and I don't think that it's right. But also, I think some of the people who are like kind of making it to be a catastrophe as if this had never happened, which is not to say that it isn't a big deal. But I'm like, I think they've blown up part of, of like uh, that building like in the 30s or some shit. You know, like people have protested. and, and No, been... dude. Like, so so I think the one that I heard mm-hmm. was that the Capitol hasn't been stormed like that since the War of 1812. That is the last time the Capitol was breached when the British... Mm-hmm. The fucking we're at war with the British. Yeah, as far as people going in there and like storming it and that like, matter, and yeah, damaging sure. it, like that's that's mind blowing to me. And I think that's the f- artifact for me that's always like you have to at the very least acknowledge that fact is like what makes this so different. I think the way I wanted to say it, I think um, so. At the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. I hear a lot of people they're saying, "Oh, this pandemic is going to be like the nine eleven of this, like pretty much like Bring the defining." Together. Uh, even uh, bringing people together, but also just like moment that defines the culture, really, right? Because after nine eleven, that was like a there was before nine eleven and after nine eleven, mm-hmm. pre pandemic, post pandemic. Yeah, that's exact. But now, I think we actually did get a nine eleven tie. I think I would put this on the scale of nine eleven. I don't at all. I'm I'm comfortable doing that from like, a political sense. I do, I see like that. I don't think. Uh, and I'll at tell all. you this: why though? Like, so Biden gets into office. Uh-huh. He should, like, the FBI, CIA, I don't need to tell you what your guys' assignment is. We agree what that is. I feel like that is a, an, like, that's a scene that I, like, I can see playing out. Like, that should be the number one look at for those guys, for that team of people right now, I think, is the white supremacy that exists online and, like, those, those like, enclaves being, play, like, formed. Mm-hmm. That needs to be where their priorities. I would like my taxpayers... I would like my tax dollars to be going towards something that is getting that situation put in check because it is unchecked. I think that's fair to say. I don't feel like that. I don't I don't feel like as far as it being a priority up there, I don't think so because I feel like I mean again, I don't like um there's for sure an issue with like whoever the people were that organized this, which again I don't know, but mm-hmm. a lot of it feels so fucking internet jokey to me. Like so many of the people walking through, like, I was so pissed off seeing all the people going through, like, and just kind of, for lack of a better term, disrespecting a space. Because I, I value, I'm like, you know how much shit has gone down here? You know what I mean? Like, how much historical significance these places have? Mm-hmm. But to me, so many of the people walking through there, I'm like, these are just fucking goons tagging along with a Facebook group that they saw that they're, and I think a lot of it for sure is 
encouraged and because of Trump. Mm-hmm. Like these people are latching on to maybe uh, like these uh, white nationalist uh, ideas. But I don't think that it's like representative of most people's general feelings, uh, like the white supremacy stuff. So, okay. So I don't, uh, I don't differ in that. I think that is an element of it. I mm-hmm. think that is an element of it that you can put like a percentage of it in terms of like this movement, like 20%, not saying that it is that much, right? But like 15%, 20% of the people in this are the people you describe. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But then I also like, who's to say there wasn't like Russian agents or something that went into the Pelosi's laptop was stolen, right? Yeah. And uh, they're like agents that absolutely are utilizing the fact that this exists. Yes. For, that, yeah. Like 100%. beyond beyond what like it, you can count, for the you most can count part China, is. You can count China in there with Russia because we know mm-hmm. Russia's meddled. Yeah. I, I mean, guess. I, I, we but, probably do too, but. Yes. But to say that, like, I don't think that should dis- distract from the part where I think there is actually like some probably like white supremacist cell that is like very serious hiding among that larger thing. I think that exists. Okay. I think that's fair to say. And I think that would be the biggest threat to the United States more so than anything else. I think, uh, the U S destroying itself by means of Russian actors or Chinese people like kind of fueling that fire. I think that's, that's, uh, something to be very worried about. I I do too. But, but I don't know, like, as far as percentage of the population in the U.S., like, like people that would be that you're saying like, that would be willing to like have a civil war. N- no, or, what I'm saying is like that you would consider a white nationalist. I don't think that's yeah. I don't think that's close to the majority. I think it's very tiny. I think it's like even even like you can't go off of these numbers obviously. Yeah. Exclusively, but like KKK numbers, there are numbers there, and they're fucking pathetic. Yeah, I don't think the KKK is the group that I think it's something that we don't know. I think it's something a little more nuanced than like, like than traditionalist KKK. What do you think it is? I think it's like so you see like pictures of like like these guys with like the guy with the zip tie cuffs. Like that was in there. Like they're like people like and a like a person that's a troll mm-hmm. wouldn't build pipe bombs, wouldn't build Molotov cocktails. Mm-hmm. Like those are things that those are people trying to act like i feel like yeah. those people are opportunists in the fact that they're trying to push whatever their manifesto or mm-hmm. whatever damage they want they want to do it's, it was a complete failure that people got in there first of all yeah um so the fact that they did and then that there are these people that i think i think it's a, i think the group of people that are of that mindset is at least significant enough where it needs to be looked into by federal agencies i'm comfortable saying that yeah, I, I think they could look into it. I don't think it's close to being number one, though. As, at least for like that specific instance, if, if I feel like so much could have been done if they were if they were really trying to, like, how many people fucking walked in? You couldn't mm-hmm. fucking walk in and deliver your pipe bombs there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Maybe they were surprised that it was so easy for them to just go in there. They weren't able to execute whatever the fucking the plan was. But uh, uh, like as far as like the people with like those plans in mind, like the bombs mm-hmm. and like the actually like killing fucking politicians, which is like, what are you doing, man? Um, I don't I don't know what the number is, but definitely look into those 
those those things that we've seen already, like yeah. three things. Like I mean, I, th- I think we'll see, we'll see that information unfold. I mean, they've started making arrests. That's what I mean. Like, so I, I mean, yeah, I, we'll I want, see. I want all this to kind of like, okay, what you the want fuck? The, all the information before making an assessment. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. that's fair to say. We'll see. I, well, I mean, hopefully we don't see that I'm correct and this doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, yeah, like well, let's wait till more information's come. But that's that's my, I guess you would maybe prediction. I think mm-hmm. if we're gonna see how this plays out, I think that I hope I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But if I if that does happen, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I guess, it, yeah, if that were to be a storyline, I'd be a little surprised. Although, I'm like, okay, I mean, not yeah. completely It's not something aback. you would dismiss. No, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, because, I mean, that was, I, it feels like it was a big deal. At least the, the imagery, the imagery yeah. of it, like, you got some pretty uh I, You know what I images. still need to do? I still need to see what, this is the type of information, this is the type of event that I would want to see how the world is reacting to. I wanted, like, I saw some crazy, like, an Indian uh, headline mm-hmm. that was like the Ku Klux Klan, but the coup was spelled with a C O U P. Oh. I was like, "Oh, that's India's putting some sauce on it." <laughs> that was, I, that I was good. Seeing, I think I think from because uh, I follow a few different internationals on Twitter, mm-hmm. like just as far as news goes, and um, like a few uh, journalists. The general vibe from what they were um, saying about like what the publications in those other places were mm-hmm. was like. What was it? There was like a headline that, or a, a, a summation of it that made sense. It was like, like we still, like America's still dope. Uh, like what, what America represents, like, hey guys, hang in there. You yeah, know what I mean? Okay. Like, All right. this shit, like whoever's at the, whoever's driving the car is obviously fucking driving it off a cliff right now. But the car is not, you know, the yeah. car is good. The- you know, the, the American people, like. What what you think of when people want to move to America? Like pe- I think people still have that in mind. As like, yeah. Like when they think of the U.S., obviously you see Trump, and then it's like okay that you add that on top of the the picture you have. So I think it's is generally uh, positive towards like the people that matter, you know. But then it's like oh they're going through a rough patch, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like oh yeah. this is not looking good, you know. <laughs> it's not looking great, I should say right now. But hey. Hang in there, baby. You'll be all right. You know, <laughs> you'll get out of this, um, and then you'll have a, a rebound, yeah. and then move on. You know, so I think that's the kind of vibe that I was seeing. Obviously, that could be different country to country, but at least the ones we're on good terms with. Yeah. I would hope that that's the outlook yeah. I have when I when I see some like another Western country or you know a country of this level going through some shit. I'm just like, damn, they're going through some yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Like I remember, like the what the Belgium stuff. Mm-hmm. like that was a big one for us uh but yeah i mean well hopefully <laughs> yeah hopefully, hopefully we, we see the yeah, other side of this yeah hopefully we see what like better. what this is they gotta do something and i but I, by this i mean uh like the administration coming in and like like i think things gotta change if you don't want to have more bubbling in the populace yeah you know what i mean like yeah. you have to ease tensions you have to yeah. unify and I guess at the end of the day, right, what you need at the very least is just some semblance of a system. And at the least, you could say, well, at least the guy coming in knows the system. Mm-hmm. And right? ten, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, for sure, I'm like, one positive that can take away at least, and I'm pretty safe on yeah. this one, I'm like, it's at least going to be calmer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, like I'm not going to so I'm not going to need to think about the president for a very long time. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I think I'll I don't, Biden I is, I don't, I don't, oh, I mean, the shit, to, the shit talking will 
absolutely commence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't recommend to anybody indulging on any, like to any, any of the sides, mm-hmm. just like consuming too much of that stuff. That should be, there should be a warning label like there is with cigarettes on political. Politics news. should be in the background. <laughs> yes. It should be in the background, but I am really worried. Like, especially like I mentioned that with big tech, I'm, I'm kind of scared of what they're going to do or where it could go as far as, the arguments for free speech, and I know people point out the private company thing, but to me, it's like uh, they're past that where you can have that be your argument that they're uh, a private company and that they can do things however they want. I mean, I th- so I think they to to say that yeah, they can do what they. Sorry for that abrupt cut off, everybody. We had a a little recording issue there. Um, got into a couple of points on big tech, um, but we'll revisit those in future episode or. Uh, a project that I'll do mm. maybe a solo episode some good points in there but it is what it is we, yeah. I fucked up there I think I hit the <laughs> space bar but um, yeah that, that was a good conversation that you missed that was probably about like five minutes yeah I think <laughs> the, the most of it I think it's fair to say the majority of it we got it yeah yeah so your thought our our thoughts on big tech you caught like maybe a little percentage there I um, still want to get Anna on the show I need to hit her up yeah that'd be a good one um, I think I would want to figure out Zencaster though, because mm-hmm. I, I like the. Well, I mean, she I, comes down here every so often. Oh, then we could just record it. Yeah. Or yeah, or yeah. wherever the fuck we are. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Yeah, that would be a good discussion mm-hmm. with her in there. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up for this episode though. Um. We hit most of the things that uh, we wanted to hit and had on the kind of the docket. Um. So Omar should be doing with me, these with me regularly. Um. If we're recording. That's the plan. Yeah, Omar will be co-host on Future Perspective, so I expect to just um, hear him on here from now on. And then I also, I'm also, I'm gonna plug my next little project. Oh, yes, so please get do. people's hopes up for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may have heard, I think, on the was it the last Good Perspective or the second to last one? It's not too sure. Maybe one of maybe one. definitely within like the last five. The end of the episode was a little poem that I had done for uh, Marisol, my partner, for Christmas, and it was really fun, and I had a lot of fun doing it. So I'm deciding I'm going to do more, and that's going to be a new show that kind of comes hopefully within the next maybe month. Uh, I got already four written down. I'm working on the fifth one. Going to start recording them, and I put out. I should be able to put out some sample stuff soon. So uh, that's definitely a new fun thing that I'm working on. Uh, so look out for that. Nice. Yeah, I'm um, excited to hear about that. I really enjoyed that that reading you did. Oh, the show was hype. Uh, but yeah, uh, listen to us on Spotify. Show skewed perspective. Um, check out the website, ieaudiolab.com. Any emails will be to ieaudiolab at gmail.com. Yeah. Thanks for listening. See you guys another time.